I throw my head down. Check my nails. Don't mind us. We're just belting out some Lizzo here. Lizzo, shout out. What's up? You ever just start singing a song and you don't know all the words and you just kind of mumble? Like I know. That's all I do. Check my nails. Well, we're back for another episode. I uh, promise the singing will be at a minimum. Uh, AJ here. I do the afternoon show on Warm 106.9 in beautiful Seattle, Washington. We have Life Coach Lori over here. Good day, Life Coach Lori. Hello. And we have the one and only Anna D. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> Hi there. So we get together, we do this little podcast, and uh, maybe you'll learn something, maybe you won't, but we'll try to at least make you laugh, make you smile, entertain you a little bit, uh, and give you a heads up on life. And one of the heads up that I want to, I want to start with a, a moment of silence here, please. I would like <laughs> to send condolences out to um, the family and the friends and all who have been associated with, and we all grew up with him, really. Mr. Peanut has passed away. Oh, you remember the planners, Peanuts, Mr. Peanuts? He wasn't. He really died. He passed away at the that, age of 104. Did somebody like step on him Mr. over Peanut, at Jimmy Max? How did he die? Or? Yeah, it just uh, it says he's just he he passed away natural causes, and <laughs> during the Super Bowl pregame. There will be a big thing, uh, planters, the commercial uh, about so Mr. So the guy Peanut. with the the monocle uh-huh. and yes. the cane? Yeah, Mr. Aww. Peanut. Okay. Uh. Planters Peanuts, right? You've seen a can of Planters Peanuts, right? I know. The guy the logo. I know who Mr. Peanut They're is. retiring the logo, and their fancy way of saying that is Mr. Peanut has passed away. <laughs> and they're making a big deal. The commercial's going to be pregame of Super Kids Bowl 20. Kids are going to be crying. Super Bowl 20, Super Bowl 54. Yeah. So uh, that's In something to look forward to. The uh, he still looks good. Yeah, do you look forward to the commercials for I the Super Bowl? Do, I do. Okay, I do. so there's one you should really look forward to. It's going to be on pregame. So you okay. have to make sure you it's watch it. It's not one of those early. sequel ones that I keep on seeing you know no. <laughs> the sequel to... and I will, I'll tell you though I think the last few years is the commercials have been kind of a letdown they yeah. have they aren't trying ones. to be funny a lot yeah. of them are trying to be really you know trying to tug at your emotions yeah there, there's been a few good ones Budweiser but for the most I mean there used to be like it's like all of them used to be like so good it's like, oh, oh yeah. my god that's so good remember right. the old Pepsi ones uh-huh. with the supermodels you know in the yep as um not candy stripers, but you know. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Doritos it hasn't been that disappointing. I think they've been pretty okay. I, and- honestly, right now, if you ask me to, to think of a commercial from the Super Bowl, I couldn't think of one. But oh, I you could think of one. I could. I could. I could. Clydesdales. Think of one. Well, was yeah. Was that a Super Bowl commercial? Always. I the oh, Budweiser. Like yeah. But those oh, are always the dog. But we expect that from them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought those were like their holiday commercials. Oh, you know, yeah, maybe that too. But but um, last year they did the one with the dog. Oh, remember? I do, I do yeah, remember. Coming one. Home. I remember that one. I remember the Clydesdales playing football. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now I do. I remember a couple of them. Okay, I just think about it for a second. Okay. First thing to go is your memory. Yeah, that's what they're saying. But again, I played football too many years. Concussions. Oh boy! Oh my gosh! You know what? We're watching the Aaron um, Hernandez. Yes. Sorry, I shouldn't have said. No, no, no. That is what it is. That's what it is. It's like I I don't know how many um, episodes, but it is sad because he looks like like a nice guy. He sounds like Mm -hmm. he might have been 
even kind of quiet. And, and if you haven't watched it, it's it's about we don't want to give it away. Uh, it's on Netflix only. But Aaron Hernandez was a very very God. good football player. Oh, with along with um, he played with Rob played with Tom Gron- Brady, Gronk, Rob and, yeah, Gronkowski. Yeah. Was, uh, only a few years ago. Went to college, yeah. huge college star at Florida University of Florida, uh, New England Patriots tight end, and he was on uh, one of their Super Bowl rosters. They didn't win the Super Bowl the year that he right. but he was on one of their Super Bowl teams, uh, and he was an All Pro. And then he was accused of uh, murder, mm-hmm. and this goes into what they believe you know led to the point of where he was because he had it all. He had everything. Wow. Yeah, he had it and all. This is basically a story of his life, and you know the the events that. You know, and then you can make decisions for yourself on how mm-hmm. the, how you feel. But he committed, you know, suicide in jail. Mm-hmm. But um, oh man! But yeah, but that's but they, it's a really good story about you know everything that happened from the time he was born all the way until the time he passed away. It's been you know a few years now since he since he died. Since but, he passed, yeah. But this is a great kind of look at his life and and what happened and yeah, how, yeah. What experts think happened too. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know I'm. Pretty sure I haven't gotten that far yet, but I'm pretty sure they're going to talk about CTE mm-hmm. um, in mm-hmm. there. And um, I guess there was another football player who had committed suicide. Um, There's been a, also a, CTE, several of them. CTE. Mm-hmm. A lot of them. Um, however, this is the this is uh, I don't I don't condone suicide, but what this guy did I, I don't know the name, but he decided to take himself through the chest. So that they would study his brain. Yeah. Malcolm, because he knows that that was what yeah, the problem right. was. Yeah. Malcolm Gladwell did a whole podcast on that and how, I mean, he he did case study after case study. It's very interesting. About CTE? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yes, it's and they're, very they're, real. When they do go now, they're they're making sure not to blow up their head because they want them to study the brain. Wow! Mm. So that's pretty telling, wow. I think. Wow! It is. Yeah. It's very telling, very disturbing. But, mm. uh, but hopefully, they can find something that could you know mm-hmm. prevent this from happening. Yes, and that's hard. I mean, it's a very violent sport, mm. and yeah. and now we're hearing about um, uh, football players retiring at a much younger age, mm-hmm. not not going through where you know. You got your Tom Brady's. He can go till he's probably sixty. Yeah, you know, because he's got a strong body and mentally in it. And mm-hmm. uh, but but there are some that are just like they know they got you know they they invested in whatever they did early on mm-hmm. and then just stopped because they know their body can't take it anymore. Mm-hmm. Words of the you great know? Marshawn Lynch: Take care of your <laughs> mentals. <laughs> take care of your chickens. Take care of your chickens. Take, take care of your mentals. And stop yeah. freaking call Beacon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Oh, so <laughs> Mr. Peanuts oh, passed away. I'm Talk so, about that. My condolences. Warmest regards. Next thing I wanted to bring up, and this was uh, this is number two of the three things you need to know. Uh, office break rooms are disgusting. <laughs> office break rooms have more bacteria than most restrooms, most public restrooms. So I believe the refrigerator. Yeah. Is that yeah. in the kitchen? In the sink, you know the catcher thing in the sink. Nobody ever gets rid of that. It's like. That some people do. Some people are mindful to do that. Mm-hmm. They're the ones who will complain that nobody else does. Right. And of all things, oh. the most bacteria-ridden thing in a break room, and I don't think the handle we have of to the refrigerator. Work, I don't think we 
have to worry let's about guess, this let's guess. as much. What do you think it is? Um, so you say the, what would you say? Either the handle, yeah, the handle of the refrigerator. Okay. Nope, it's not that. Um, I'm going to say the water cooler dispenser. Oh, please don't be that. Please don't oh, be that. No. How about the microwave? You're, Pushing the button on the closer, microwave. You're closer. Oh, oh, the tray? I can't do it's, the water. It's the coffee maker. No. Oh, yeah. Now, we don't have to worry. I don't think we have to worry about that because we, we don't have, have a, right. a regular coffee maker. We have one of the fancy schmancy yeah. automatic ones. It doesn't matter. Like that. that doesn't matter. I don't Everybody's know if it does using or not, it. But well, everybody's coffee, using if, it. But if people are pouring water and touching it, like nobody really, only one person touches it about once every two weeks. Well, it says the coffee makers oh. are most germ and mold ridden thing <laughs> in your kitchen. And it doesn't matter which kind you have. <laughs> no. Oh, even a Keurig? Uh, even the Keurigs, apparently. <laughs> French press? And then yeah, the French study press. says uh, coffee break rooms have You're more so bacteria than restrooms in most office buildings, so most Ick. public restrooms. So think about that next time you go into okay, your Okay, but really, break room, AJ, really, hand do you even care? Do I even care? <laughs> Mr. Chug a gallon of hot sauce, do you Dude, even care? I'm telling, oh. I'm telling you right now, I might chug a gallon of hot sauce, but <laughs> at I, least that would kill the germs. Right? You know what I, I mean? have a solution, though, and it's not going to be pretty. What? It's that... Um, Starbucks, just go get yourself a Starbucks because Starbucks is so anal about their water that they they know they they are proud they pride themselves on like having the most filtered water and you know and I don't know all oh really this, this whole process oh. yeah so that's why a lot of people when they go to Starbucks they they'll ask for even just a glass of water because they know they are so pristine with their water yeah mm-hmm. and. Yeah, so if you oh. don't want to get all gross at work, right. <laughs> go to Star- go just take a break at Starbucks and get your coffee there. Man, I think about all the stuff that I just pick up eat off the counter. <laughs> oh, I pick up stuff off the floor. on the floor and I'm really hungry and it's really something I want, I will not hesitate. <laughs> See, you can catch so really diseases that care. way. I'll pick it up and eat it. Or maybe not. Maybe that's why he's so... The, my immune. immune system. My immune system. I've been doing that since I was a kid. Yeah, mm-hmm. You can't test it forever. And Girl. I think, I I think mean, my immune system is pretty impenetrable. Penetrable. Pretty hard penetrable. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's no, pretty damn good, is what I'm saying. Do not test yourself forever. <laughs> you know. Wait, what? What? Don't test yourself forever. Oh, they said on, don't on touch this. yourself forever. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Well, that too. Not like while because we're Because you have a tendency to go, you know, when we're going east, Anna will go west. <laughs> or south. <laughs> or south. Or take a sharp turn north. I love it when you tell her something that she knows, and all of a sudden she's like, that didn't happen. <laughs> I thought I had bad ADD. So I met Anna D. The D stands for ADD. Anna D. ADD. No, it doesn't. Anna damn D. ADD. All right, the final thing I wanted to bring up here real quick, uh, silly story out of Florida. You know, We talk about Florida. I have a lot of friends and family that live in Florida, and they get so worked up when the temperature gets in the 40s. Like if it gets below 50, they're oh, wow. talking about, they're crying, yeah, they're crying, they're putting their winter coats, bundling up, and everything stops. But now it's getting into the 20s. Parts of Florida have been getting into it's the 20s. It's never done that before. Even around Orlando, it's getting into the 30s. So it's really cold. The freeze has been hitting Florida pretty hard. Wow. In fact, it's getting so cold that frozen iguanas are falling from palm trees in oh, Florida no. onto the ground. 
Oh, are no. they do they then thaw out or are well, they gone? They're, they're not dead, <laughs> right. but they're just no, like so cold. That's I torture. Don't know, I don't know if they pass out or what it is, well, but they I think fall they, out of the trees. Yeah, well, I think they can freeze and then thaw out. I do. Uh, like like, yeah. <laughs> like it, cryotherapy, where mm-hmm, you know you right, freeze exactly. and then you know then you could be brought to exactly. life. Oh, they're just falling out of the trees on people. Ah, oh, I got hit by a iguana. <laughs> now, the That's National Weather Service, uh, we talked about, they brought this up on CNN, and they said they told residents not to be surprised <laughs> if an iguana drops onto the pavement in front of them <laughs> because iguanas are cold-blooded. They get sluggish when temperatures dip below 50, so it's like they pass out. And Aww. then when it gets to be colder than 45 degrees, which it has been much colder in many areas of Florida, uh, their blood flow slows down and their body stiffen and they just fall out of trees. Oh, no. I heard that they had put an alert out to tell the iguanas to stay grounded, to stay out of the trees. To, oh, now, geez. how do they communicate? <laughs> yeah, Anna, you know, like the deer crossing sign. Anna's like, anyway. what? Iguanas <laughs> can listen and hear people talk? What? Well, we could talk to whales now. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Hey, man, I got an iguana and I can talk to him. Listen. <laughs> All right, so those are my three things. Um any, any, what do you guys have to talk well, about? Well, you know, we're in Seattle, and yesterday was that shooting. And and the only reason I wanted to bring it up was some of the people that witnessed it. Uh, the, the First of all, they praised the police. Every witness praised the police for being so right there, so on it. Second of all, like, there was people on the street that they didn't, like, all of a sudden they heard these shots. What do you do? And so he saw people on the ground, and he went, okay, it looks like a nurse is taking care of that one. So he, he thought, I mean, he took a minute to think and he's gone. He goes, I'm going to run down. I can't get a hold of the police. I'm going to run down into the, get the transit police because mm-hmm. he was near the tunnel. And I just, all the way home, I thought, what would I have done? What would I have yeah. done? You know, it's like you hear shots are first. And my in- thing, I, I, I would imagine from what I understand is it's hard to tell where shots are coming from. Right. So oh. you're, I, I think my initial reaction would be just a drop, mm-hmm. just to get down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you don't know where they are unless you, if you know where it's coming from, then obviously you get the hell out of Dodge yeah. and run the other way. But if you don't know, it kind of feels like it's all around. Because I've had people say, you know, you hear people say that you can't tell where the shots are coming from. So mm-hmm. just run. So drop. So sometimes mm-hmm. just drop. But well, that what was, if it's a, a shooter that's wanting to shoot people. Well, so. if he thinks you're already, you know, already Dead. gone, oh, but oh. you and know, it, they're more likely to shoot if you're running. Right. Well, maybe that's why everyone said we looked around and there were so many people on the ground because yeah. they all fell to the ground. Yeah. My sister was in um, Florida when they had the airport one. She was in the airport. Mm-hmm. And these kids got, she's a teacher, these kids got separated from their mom. And, I mean, she she got them. They all hid together. But it, it was so traumatizing to even be, and, and it wasn't even in the wing she was in. They heard the scanner where the police said active shooter. And and so she, you know, saw those kids and their mm. mom going the other way and and jumped into action. But that would be so traumatizing. So it's been pretty crazy to recap what's going on here. The last uh, two days, there's been three shootings all within these three shootings happened within a 24 hour period. Um, within blocks. Yeah. In within downtown blocks Seattle. of each other. And yesterday, see, today's Thursday, the 23rd. This was Wednesday, the 22nd. Mm-hmm. There was a shooting two blocks away. And then there was this shooting that you're talking about took place uh, just like an hour later. Yeah. So officers are responding to the one shooting. Then this one happened where seven people were shot. Six people were seriously injured. One person passed away. Mm-hmm. And one of the injured was a nine-year-old boy. Yeah. I don't know how he's—I think he's going to be okay. 
But yeah. that just broke my heart because mm-hmm. it hits at home because, I mean, we, me and my son, we have gone, and this is a, like right in the heart of Seattle, okay. the shopping district yeah, and all kinds of stuff exactly. going on. We take the light rail train. Right. We do, go to the football games. And, and, and the thing that got my attention was when I was watching the newscast and they were standing in the street, you know, delivering the news. And in the back, I saw the little pizza place where me and my son go all the time. Oh. And that kind of it hit at home. I was oh, just like, gosh. wow. Yeah. You know, you got to <laughs> just go home and, and hug him a little tighter because yeah. you never know. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. just it's it's a very sad world that we're living in right now. And it's mm-hmm. very scary, too. And mm-hmm. I don't think Seattle is a dangerous city. I really don't because mm-hmm. I think there's a lot worse. Mm-hmm. But it's getting to the point now where it's just like... I'm starting to get a little more hesitant with these more and more shootings that are coming Mm on, you know, the homeless situation over the past five, six, seven years. Not that they're connected. And a lot of times those kind of things happen late at night, midnight. This happened five o'clock during the commute. Five o'clock. But there's a lot of things that are going on in downtown Seattle right Mm -hmm. now that I'm getting a little more scared of Mm -hmm. that I'm going to hesitate before I I bring my son down there. Is that why you're not going to the party tonight? Yeah, you guys. Which is go like down what there. five blocks going. from? Are you, not, not are you not going for real? No, I'm not going to go because well, it's 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 downtown. I live like opposite way of where the downtown is. Yeah. So I don't feel yeah. like driving in the rain all the way down there at seven o'clock at night. Yeah. It's past my bedtime anyway. My age, <laughs> oh so. wow. Yeah. But my I know d- you guys are going to tear it up. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. My daughter doesn't want me to go either. And tell them why. <laughs> it's not because of the shootings or anything, but she was freaked out about that. But she doesn't want me to catch the coronavirus. The what? The coronavirus. The coronavirus. Yeah, that is this new disease that started out, I guess, in China. And you can get, uh, I guess, 17 people had have died from it already. And then last week, it's, uh, was there was like freak out over in Japan because then they found cases there. And just a few days ago, our first case here in the United States what? happened. Fifteen and, blocks from my house. What? So here in Washington State, mm-hmm. Are you and it's star, and now it's in Everett. The guy that um, caught it um, just came from the country that. Oh. So uh, mm. I want to say Wahoo, um, but it's that's not what it's called. Um, China. Mm-hmm. He just came from there, and so he's quarantined. At the hospital that's kind of close to where Lori lives. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? But yeah, I guess it starts out with like um, an animal that could, you know, con- contract that virus and then just a human might touch that animal or something like that. Oh my. So yeah. it's, it, uh, what, like, what are the symptoms? How do you know if you have um, it? Like, I think it's pneumonia. Like so, it's all oh. upper respiratory, but it doesn't respond to antibiotics, to antibiotics right? something like that. Like kind of similar to SARS. I, I remember reading mm-hmm. an article and they were saying something like it's really, you know, it's kind of like SARS. Oh but, yeah, I forgot yeah. about SARS. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That? And that was like, crazy. is that like pneumonia in, like in your chest and your lungs? Yeah, I think so. Wow, I don't know much about it, and yeah. I, but it's a it's a new virus. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a, it sounds like it's a super virus of some sort. Yeah, but they're still trying to, you know. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. some good news. Hey. I know. I know. So, well, Jeez. so my daughter's scared that I'm going to contract yeah, it at the Columbia Tower. People shooting and deadly <laughs> viruses. What the hell are we living? What's oh, happening no. in our city? It gets worse. Oh, now what? But Uh-oh. this isn't necessarily our city. There is video, there's video predators on video games. I just listened oh. to Mel Robbins. Oh, Lord. And there are, um, there are predators that are going after kids. 
and they get them to do things and they find out if they respond and do them. And then they threaten that they'll take out their family if they don't do them. So there's like a series of things. Seriously, I, and I don't want to scare you, Anna, but the Mel Robbins show, you can find it. Hashtags used by online predators to lure kids. Uh, hashtag curator or find me. I'll print it for you. Okay. So they, um, some kids hear about these challenges, and so they, they do that. Blue whale. That's a suicide one. Blue whale. Blue whale challenge? Mm-hmm. Blue whale challenge. And then the number 57, F57, they'll burn it or write it on their hand or scratch it in. So if you see anything like that, like kids at school had seen it, but they didn't know um, until later when, when people investigated it. Um, also, F58, wake meat, M-E-A-T. Wake me at 420. Yeah. Oh. So 420, you know what that is. And what I say, wake meat. Oh, wake meat. meat. <laughs> wake it me looks at. like wake meat, but it's wake, wake meat me at. <laughs> yeah. good, good catch. And then sea of whales. These are all hashtags. Sheesh. So, and the only reason, I mean, I don't want to scare you, but on the other hand, we need to know what, you know, I mean, if are, the kids' brains aren't developed enough so they don't understand the end of life. And what, so, we'll, what we should do, I think, Lori, not to we'll interrupt put you, this on put the, this up on our uh, on our Facebook page, uh, mm-hmm. Listen and Learn or Not. You'll find us on Facebook. Yeah. And everything we talk about, we'll put right up there, including yeah. this. It's, it, I think every parent should listen to it. They have a, a, also a, a specialist on there to talk about it and then what to look for in their phones or in their video games on the hashtags to give you a clue. Because um, And if your kids know of anyone. Oh. You want yeah. to encourage them to tell you so if you see them. if they yeah. see that at school, you want to let them know because it doesn't it doesn't end well. Oh, and they boy. have parents of of kids that they've lost. How is it that we have such I know. evil out there to to? Well, because they can come from that. anywhere. Because you know what I mean. Because they can remain anonymous yeah. and just play mm-hmm. God. Or mm-hmm. oh, how horrible. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah. I don't want to scare you too much, but I do want you to be aware. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, One I, more thing for Anna to stress over. Thank you. Yeah. My goodness. What is that? I didn't get a chance to read that one. And there is a, and this is more along the lines of a, of a silly story. Anna Day? No, no, this is a silly story that is uh, in our neck of the woods and we wanted to talk about it because I, <laughs> I, I think no matter where you live, you can find this very intriguing and creepy or, and funny all rolled oh, up no. into one. But <laughs> there is a grocery store in Auburn, Washington, which is about, you know, 30 minutes from where we are here from our radio station. And apparently there's been a man, homeless man, that has been making his home in the ceiling of the grocery store. But they can't seem to catch him. <laughs> they can't, He's an elf on the shelf. <laughs> they have released footage of, uh, they, they believed right around Christmas time there were some break-ins you know, break and theft. And they thought, well, someone was breaking in, but they couldn't find like broken windows or anything mm-hmm. with the door locks or anything like that. But then they found an issue with the ceiling tile. So they kept looking. They went up there to look, and they found that people, uh, a, a person or people, were up there, like living. Oh wow! So the police have seen footage of the guy. He was all dressed in black and masked up, <laughs> but they can't find him. Like when he's there, they can't catch him. I don't know why. You would think that if they could like, surveil the whole store twenty four seven, you'd eventually find him. Well, maybe he's found an outside exit. And maybe he's found... No, or maybe no, no, he's no. Upstairs. If you watch enough Netflix, they are still inside 
the store just, you know, like in the doll section and just being one of the faces staring out like so, E.T. did. So when I was running Esther's Place, the day center for homeless women, um, a bunch of stuff kept going missing from the kitchen. And the people of the church kept getting mad at us and saying, you guys are taking all our milk. You're take-. And we're like, no, we didn't take your milk. Well, they did this huge cleaning day. They hadn't done it like in 10 years. Well, way up in the corner, there was this little room and somebody had moved in a homeless person and they had a sleeping bag and they had been and all the cartons of milk, all that. They (laughs) they just had been leaving them around. There's your answer. So they never caught him. But here's it. He had a chair. He had a bed. He had sleeping bag, food. Yeah, he wow. had smuggled it all in there. So, yeah. Holy smokes. You, you know, I mean, this probably doesn't just happen in businesses. Like, I bet it happens you better in check your homes. So, yeah. we have a tool shed or like a, yeah, shed. It's not a she shed. It's not a she shed, but it is a shed of sorts. Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh, we, we never open it. Really? No, we just don't have a reason to. Well, the last times we opened it, is there like, a lock they're bigger. On it? Uh, no. Oh, you might want to check that out or put a lock on it. Maybe just check, take yeah. a little peek just, in there I and lock it I just don't want up. a rat to, like, fly, fly oh. you know, towards <laughs> me. Jump at you. Yeah, because we know there's rat poo in there, too. Yeah. And... They, they'd run for you before they'd... They'd run for me? I don't from want you, that. From oh, you. from me. Okay. They'd dive on your hair yeah. and start eating. That's really scary, man. Yeah, rats are gross. They're, they're yeah, so they're dirty. Really gross. Oh, yeah. Do you know people eat rat meat? Ugh. We just oh, saw yeah, one of those. In, uh, I believe Asia. They, it's like a delic- delicacy there. Delicacy? Really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know those cooking shows where they, you know, mm-hmm. one of the ingredients that they were challenged with was called uh, no, no, Nokia, no, Nora, Norris, Noria. <laughs> But it was it's basically rat now, rest meat. in peace, Anthony Bourdain. He used to go all over yeah. the world. And, and he would, oh, he probably he, I believe eat that. he tried mm-hmm. he tried it in oh. uh, one of the episodes. What do you, what was his reaction? Do you remember? I don't remember. I mean he usually was just he like, just, he was very yeah, accepting yeah, everything, of everything. He, everything yeah. he tried, he was just like, Oh well, yeah, yeah. I just got a little bit of this <laughs> yeah. flavor and that flavor there and it, okay. he just I, had a beer with it and, and it was all good. And then there's the uh, there's another guy too, I can't put a, a yeah. name on him, but he oh, goes with the white spiky hair. no, not Guy Ferrari. He's bald. He's a chubby kind of bald guy but he's really funny and he he does oh i know what you're talking about and he'll try these all these awful things i'm cringing and he's and it's just funny (laughs) how these people just kind of take it in stride and be like oh yeah that's got like a little flavor a little hint of this and it kind of tastes like this this and this and i'm just like you know really it's mindset it really is because you could come from a culture that eats something that we don't eat right and it's our mindset yep and That's yeah. what my wife says too. She's yeah. like, you know, you you just you, know, you got to get into that mindset and and mm-hmm. and try yeah. it. But the thing that I I could probably will myself into trying something like that. But the thing that I can't do that I see people doing is eating things that are alive, like eating things that are moving Ooh. still. Okay, not the move. Yeah, I could. I, like can't I see do people move, like the there's a, a Japanese dish. There's like yes. an octopus. Okay, where it's moving. you know what? It's not alive. It's. I don't care it's if it's alive or not. If it's moving, it ain't going it's in a my trick. mouth. That one is like. That's some... what she said. <laughs> Every time, <laughs> um, like they use some sort of um, a liquid yeah. that makes it. Nitrous or something yeah. like you know makes it move. I don't makes care. Makes it way oh, back. Yeah. That's the. <laughs> but uh, insects. You ever see people eating insects yeah. that are oh, alive? When, so when my kids were little, my youngest was the wild daredevil. Uh huh. But in oh. my middle one, so sweet, so quiet. When they were sitting at the park, he had to be like five or less, and there was these big, the big carpenter ants, and he picks one up. Oh. And he eats oh. it. <laughs> and, wow. and we're all like, hey, that's 
say, what did he say it tasted like? Sticks. Sticks? Mm-hmm. Okay, I accidentally ate an ant. <laughs> How do you oh, accidentally It eat was an, an accident. Oh, I don't know what happened, but uh, yeah, I ate one and it tasted like soap. <laughs> <laughs> tastes like soap? Tasted like you're biting into a tiny bit of soap. A crumb oh, of soap. really? It did for me. I don't know what Maybe kind of soap Maybe it wasn't you an ant. <laughs> crickets. People eat crickets. And now there's oh. cricket salt. Did you see that? Post? No, I didn't cricket see that. Cricket salt? You want crickets with those fries? Yeah, it's salt made out of crickets. It's the new rage. Yo, dude. Yeah. Mm. I could see, I could probably do that. If it's like in salt form, mm-hmm. then it's not like it's more it's of like a dried. it's more of a visual thing for me. Is it because like, you feel sorry for it? You can't no, eat it's because now. it looks <laughs> disgusting. No <laughs> and then uh, people eating these like uh, fried tarantulas. Yo, doesn't won't they get? Oh man! And then they're they're eating. It's like a whole. It looks like a tarantula that's deep fried. And it just, they go, <laughs> and it crunches, oh. and I'm like, it just gives me the willies. Oh, they say it's delicious. But they swear it's delicious. They what swear does it taste like? Don't say chicken. And I don't know what they, they just said. It tastes like, you know, like a. Chocolate? No, what's the word they use? Uh, gamey. It's like a gamey. gamey. Interesting. Yeah, they say it tastes like a little gamey. gamey. My my friend what? goes to Africa. She works with uh, sex trafficking, and she'll, they'll be driving down the road, and there's a kid standing with a big old snake selling it for dinner. Whoa. Yeah, she takes pictures. She's like, "Yeah, that went for three bucks for dinner." Yeah. Whoa. She, I don't think she ate it. But, but if you, if that's what you grow up on and that's what right. you eat, it's just like whatever. You know, this is great. Yeah. Yeah. Who are we to to decide? We, especially right, you know right. me. I'm always like, ooh, 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 ooh. my wife's like, Have I you know. ever tried it. I'm like, no. You ate. What did he <laughs> eat? Squid. Eat squid the other day? Squid, like I did calamari. Calamari. Oh, that's good <laughs> calamari, stuff. Calamari, tarantulas. <laughs> Not a different, you know, deep fried tarantulas. You can't put lemon on the tarantula, Rats. probably. Rats, no. I don't I think don't I could ever get a mindset to even eat a rat. Now, now you got me wanting to watch uh, reruns of Anthony Dor- mm-hmm. Bourdain. Bourdain, yeah. This one's that sort of game one where, you, um, you know, they three people compete mm. and then they are given ingredients and they just have to make something oh. out of their own, like an entree Ooh. and then a dessert. Okay. It's a, that's, that's a good show. Oh, everybody knows it. It's on the Food yeah, Network or something. Yeah, I've watched it a lot of times. Yeah, yeah. That's a good show. That's a good show. All right. Well, we uh, usually wrap this thing up here with uh, a, a life coaching moment from our very own life coach, uh, Lori Hardy, who has a she has a podcast herself called Enough, and the book is called Did Not See That Coming. And our life tip of the week is? So there was a study, and they took people from age 17 to like 80, and they, they, they put them in a room. For 15 minutes, no phone, no nothing, they asked him to just think. Just think about things, question yourself, just deep think. And they had hidden in there a zapper, like an electrocutor thing, and it was really hidden, but they found it, and they started zapping themselves, playing with it, rather than sitting and thinking. And when they asked, they said, it's just so boring. And the person talking about this is a brain scientist, and she says, we have to do deep thinking. Every day we have to think and learn to keep our brains up. Mm-hmm. And that because of our technology, we can Google anything. We don't really have to think about it. That's we true. don't have to go, oh, this is how I might do that. We go, no, I Google it and I know exactly how to do it. So really taking time to deep think and ask yourself questions about something. Learn something. Learn a new language. Yeah. Learn something. Do some Sudoku. Help your kid with math. <laughs> oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. I'm dreading oh. that day. Oh, yeah. Help mm-hmm. you give with math. Yeah. Deep Seriously. thinking. So That'll... maybe instead of like Googling how to put together this uh, you know, table from Ikea, just read the instructions. Yeah. Imagine that. <laughs> or maybe you know, just read the instruction manual to your dishwasher, how to hook it up instead That's of watching. Right. Uh, is that yeah. Think it through. Yeah. Because oh, okay. you don't just deep think like, 
oh, I wonder what that tree, then you, you say, you know, I wonder what kind of seed that would look like. And I wonder how long it took to get that, you know? So it's like you're, you're thinking wow. and engaging your brain because we're not doing that because of our cell phones. Practicing solutions. Mm-hmm. I feel like in the past several years, well, we're going to wrap up here in a little bit, but I feel like in the past, like my creativity juices have gone down the toilet. I wonder if that has something to do with the way we, the way, you know, we're on our phones and we don't really, mm-hmm. you know, think that much anymore. It could be your anymore. lifestyle too. I mean, you're, you're a busy dad right now yeah. with a very, very young child. So And I think, I, I think I'm still creative, but it just takes me longer to get to the finished products. I used okay. to be able to come up with like promotions and right. you know, fun things to do, but now I'm just like, oh, let's see, it takes me so much longer right. to think but about. But think about this. Remember in the old days of radio when you had those meetings and promotion meetings were the funnest because you come up with the spam on a rope, soap yeah. on a rope, yeah, yeah. you know? Um, so you um, now we're just watching videos and going, let's do that. We're yeah, not having right. to come up and think of ideas. I think oh, that's you know, a lot to do with it. I, I think if we don't start thinking, we're going to be in trouble. What, what, uh, what? How's the saying go? Use it or lose it. Mm-hmm. That, that goes mm. through your brain, too. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you so much for, for tolerating us. Uh, <laughs> Life coach Lori Hardy. I'm AJ. Anna D. right there. Listen and learn or, or not. not. We'll be back next week. Have a great one. Bye-bye.